Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna go buy, no, I'm, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This this ain't for me. When I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. Right? All praises to the most high. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Doc Holiday Show where we love to uplift black men, black women. Black teen, black child, black royalty, and I am joined by true black royalty, my guy. My dude, my partner, my bruh, what the young dudes say, my brother. I hate when they be texting, my brother, B-R-U-D-D-A, Aaron Kearney, the owner of East Memphis Pizza and Sup. What's up, Doc? AK, hey, what's up, man? Oh, man, another day to be living, baby. You know my philosophy. I do, man. Hey, look, I know about you, man, but tell the people about you, where you're from, what neighborhood, man. I mean, just give the people your background, bro. What's going on, y'all? My name is Aaron Kearney. I'm the owner of East Memphis Pizza and Sup. 17 years in the game from scratch. I'm a kid from the hood. Born and raised in Memphis, 901. I bleed that. All over Memphis. Ain't no east side, north side, south side, none of that. I'm a Memphis legend in this city. Now what what hood, bro? Because everybody say they from the everybody say they hood, you know, is there. What hood? Growed up in B Hampton, but moved to Walter Simmons. Walter Simmons. Walter Simmons, baby. My spot. I mean, I come my cousin grew up in Gilwood Garden. Yes, so Gilwood Garden, Walter Simmons around it. Walter Simmons was damn big too, man. Talk about I man, talk about your childhood, bro, and growing up. Because it's a it's a lot of things that you can get into in Walter Simmons yes, and Gilwood Gardens, yes. but especially Walter Simmons. Hey man, listen. To me, Walter Simmons was one of the best projects ever in Memphis. We was like family. If you came in Walter Simmons, you just couldn't come in Walter Simmons. Tell no. me about what you're gonna do. He had to come. He had to grow up in Walter Simmons. But if you grow up in Walter Simmons, Jewish Lewis, by the way, y'all y'all know what it is. <laughs> if you was in front Walter Simmons, man, we treated you with royalty, man. Walter Simmons stayed up four, five o'clock in the morning, man, sleep over each other's house, eat sugar and cornbread all day over each other's house, man. We just did it, man. We just did it. And, and talking about that, man, a lot of people. And I tell and I I I tell this story. I tell my dad. I be looking back. I be like, damn, pops, because my pops grew up in Mississippi. He was poor. But I was like, man, it seems like a lot of times you, a lot of us be financially poor, but they were more rich than we were because you had community. Now, even growing up in, growing up in Walter Simmons, I used to be with my cousin's house and get with guards all the time. But the, the family atmosphere, man, is like. Not can I have some sugar? Let me some sugar. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what well, I mean, just talk about that 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 familial community type thing, bro. Man, listen. Growing up with Walter Simmons, my next door neighbor, I'll never forget. I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story. We were staying next door to the Davis. Man, we was so hungry one day. We smelt the food coming through the wall. <laughs> Doc man, we went and knocked on their door. I said, man, what y'all cook? They said some fried chicken. I said, man, let us have some of that fried chicken. They gave us three-piece fried chicken. Man, we got six people in the house, man. Everybody took a bite and passed it on. That's how good. But we live, man. We live to tell another day, man. That's how good that fried chicken was. And that, I mean, and that's that's love too, man. But also, AK, just talk about because that's a lot of things you can get into in those, you know, oh, those yeah, kind man. of communities. Oh, oh, man. oh man, you listen. I could have been a drug dealer, Walter Simmons. Serious business, y'all. I mean, I knew a lot of cats over there doing their thing. Uh, but man, I had a lot of humble black men push me away. Play sports, man. And I'm gonna tell you one name that came out of Wallace that kept all of us. And actually, he came in Wallace and give what God. Doc, I'm gonna see if you remember his name. Remember Sammy Davis? Yeah. Oh. Man, if it wasn't for that guy, man, a lot of people can say what they want to yeah. say about Sammy. 
But if it wasn't for Sammy Davis, a lot of us wouldn't have made it out the hood, man. And I was just fortunate enough to play baseball, basketball, football, everything, man. One of those kids should have been and could have been, but that wasn't my calling. That's another story we can talk about. But, man, Sammy Davis helped me become one of the persons who I am today, coming up out the hood. Never sat on the corner to sell drugs. Saw a lot of things happen. Man, in 86 when it kicked off, oh, Lord, have mercy. From the grade to the back to the front, never did get in trouble in Walter Simmons, man. Now, how did you maneuver through that? Because those influences can be tough, man. You know what I'm saying? Because back then, you know, dope boys was what we looked up to because we thought that was a cool thing to be. So, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of fight that. So how did you maneuver your way through that, man? Man, I had a strong mama. Mama, she pushed me. That was my mentor. She worked three jobs. Never, ever did come to one of my basketball games. Because I, I knew the reason why. She never did come to one of my baseball games. I knew the reason why. Never did come to one of my football games. I knew the reason why. But we had other adults, black men, especially black women, treated us like they was. I was their child. They helped me get away. They fed. They looked at why my mama worked three jobs. And, man, listen, this, it, it helped me to stay humble. It helped me to stay humble, man. I didn't get on that path. Every time I seen a transaction go on the corner, man, get away from here. You don't need that. Every time I saw another trans, man, get away from here. You don't need that. Go do what you need to do because you're one of the ones that can make it out of this, out, out of Walter Simmons. And I listened to that, man. I listened. Then I started cutting grass. I started cutting grass at a young age. Man, I was cutting grass at eight, eight years old, going to Germantown, looking at them big houses. Used to always call, call my mom and tell her, I'm cutting this lady house. She got a swimming pool in the back. She said, oh, well, go and cut it. Make, it, make your money, come on home now. I said, no, mom, I want to look over here and see this house because one day I'm going to buy you one of these houses. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get me one of these houses. And Doc Real Talk, man, that's what motivated me to see positive and other people doing what they doing. I didn't have to go up and sell no drugs, man. I pray about things all day just like I do today. I pray about it and I listen to God, listen to what He's trying to get me to do. So that's that's one of my stories that I, that that got me away from the hood. Now, AK, you said something, man, for real, because that's that, and that's the purpose of this show. You said you had strong black men and women, but yes. specifically black, black men. Black men, man. Because we're not portrayed positively all the time. They only want to show us one way. And as I say, man, I know more strong black men doing positive, great things than I do know uh, doing negative things. So uh, having those role models, man, how important that it was for you? Very important, man. Black men, you remember back in the day this here, Doc? Black men will blue jeans, kept them in the cleaners. Creased up. Creased That's up. up. Penny loafers. That's up. Black, brown. And you better have pennies in your loafers. Because if you ain't got no penny, we're going to uh, check you. We're going to check you. your penny at in your penny loafers? Man, Stace <laughs> yeah. Adams. Yes, okay, you go get a, a penny off the ground, put it in your penny loafers. Yeah. Stace Adams, church socks, bow ties, everything. Man, black men, man, I looked up to that. I didn't look at what's in their pocket. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't care if they were, didn't have a dollar of me. The way they dressed, the way they humbled themselves, man, the way they kept talking, I listened to all that, man. I listened to everything. Even to this day, man, you can be younger than I am, you can be older than I am, but if you got something positive for me to hear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it. Exactly. I'm going to listen to it. That, that takes me. That knowledge, I want that knowledge. I don't want the money. I want the knowledge. You can have the money. I want the knowledge because that's what's going to keep me. And that, that background, how many, how many brothers and sisters you got? I got two brothers and I got 12 Brothers and sisters. Oh, so wow. So it's a total of 14. 
Man, breaking news. Man, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you you said six in the house. I was yes, like, it was twenty-eight thousand, you know what I'm saying? But now going to your to 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 your background, man, before we move on to how you get to where you are now, just talk about those days, man, being hungry, being in the projects, man, not you know, really knowing what you're gonna eat and how you make it through through those days and how you remember. Because now you you want you at a place you want to remember where you were, yeah. so you can remain humble and, yes. and remain hungry. How you make it through those times, man? Man, mama. Mama, man, start off. I'm gonna tell you a story about my mom. My mama started off working at Baptist. I never forget it when she first got her phone call. My mama started off working in the in the, in, the, in the kitchen. It's a dishwasher. For 17 years, she worked as a dishwasher in Baptist. People don't. A lot of people don't remember Baptist downtown. Yeah. She she worked in there. That was her very very first job. When she worked in there, she moved up. She became a pharmacy tech. My mama still, we still didn't move out the project. She still stayed there. We had a Pinto. Yeah, we had a two-door Pinto back in the day. <laughs> a two-door Pinto, man. My mama, she just motivated me, man. She got up every day, uh, went to work, made sure, man, we didn't have nothing that we had milk and cereal in that house, man. Waited on that lunch truck. Don't forget about the lunch I truck. Do, I, I ain't forgot about the no, lunch truck. Don't forget truck. about the lunch Call truck. Yeah, lunch truck. Don't forget about the lunch truck, man. But, yeah, we... Man, my mama, man, my mama, she motivated me. And right to this day, you know what well as I do, Doc, my mama's still strong black woman. She in there helping me at the restaurant right to this day, man. Would not sit down for nothing. Man, my mama's 72 years old. Yeah, strong she, woman too, man. still kicking it right to this day, man. So, yeah, my mom's, man. My mom's, my my brothers, my uncles. We got a, I got, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. Truthfully, I have a real tight family. We still... We might not kick it like we kick it every day, but we still reach out and tell each other we love each other. So I, I have a, uh, a nice family, man. We we family oriented. And I love to, I love to hear that. Ak, yeah. now your business owner now, East Memphis Pizza and Sub. Before we get there, now, because you were in, because we talked about this, you were in the corporate world. Yes, sir. Go through challenges we go through, racism, yes, and you know you got to yes, work hard and everybody. Yes, I mean, sir. talk about that, man, and and what happened at that job that ultimately made you say, I got to start working for myself because this is bullshit, man. And like you just said, Doc, man, I'm, I'm not going to call the company name. No, yeah, yeah. But I, I work for this company, man. If you know me, you know who I'm talking about. I worked for this company, y'all, for 17 years, hands down. In 17 years, they couldn't tell you I was late, mm -hmm. I called in, mm -hmm. or nothing. I opened up stores, I closed down stores, I traveled, could have became a general manager, the, the store owner, whatever. I didn't want to do that. I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Mm -hmm. Worked for these people for 17 years, man. To one day, something happened, changed me over. You're trying to put a sex harassment charge on me. Mm -hmm. I didn't say nothing. They sent me home. Didn't say nothing. I went in and told my wife. Yeah, she knew. I told my wife about it. Man, the next day I got a phone call. They said, come to work. See, if I'm coming to work, you talking about you for to terminate me? I'm not coming. You can terminate me over the phone. Yeah. Now nah, we need you to come work. So I went on in there. When I went in the office, had a piece of paper on. They terminate. I could have went to EEOC, doc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And fought all of that because yeah. I knew it was. Yeah. I knew it wasn't black and white. I knew it wasn't. But guess what? That wasn't my calling. Mm -hmm. I prayed about that. And I took my full one k out there. Took my full one k. And I've been successful 17 years now on my own thing. 
the now, whole thing, man. Now, going back to that moment, though, when you lose your job, though, what, where are you mentally? Because I know it's got to be some doubts. Some de- well, it ain't got to be, but I know I done lost jobs, and it was some doubts, some some depression, and I'm like, you know, I was stuck in my head for a minute because you're kind of scared, and you do get a little depressed, man. Hurt. Yeah. Hurt. De- I dedicated my life. I wouldn't even go get another job because I knew what my bread and butter was. That's how, tr- how truly faithful I was. When I lost my job, seriously, it had me wondering, how am I going to feed my family? Yeah. You took you took something off my plate, and I still had kids and my wife and my mom mm-hmm. that I had to go take care of, seriously. But I couldn't let that stop me, though. You know, it, it, it hurt me. Even I'm, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't scared to say that hurts me even right sometimes right of to course, this day. Yeah. You know, serious serious business. I think about that kind of stuff, man. When I see, you know, the Bill Cosby stories and everything, all this kind of stuff, man, people don't know what's really behind closed doors. Stop believing everything that you hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try to help support to see what's really going on. Don't just try to blast this person or whatever the case may be. We don't know. We don't know. But man, I I I I went through it. I went through it for about two years. Depressed, wondering, worried. Man, I ain't got no income. My wife, she just started her job, doing her thing. I, I, we, we ain't had nothing. Yeah. We, we ain't had nothing. I've been there, bro. I'm with you. <laughs> we, we ain't yeah. had nothing, man. You know, them, them bills start getting up on you. Man, then next thing you know, you know, the wife is, what, what we going to do? Yeah. What you going to do? You the man. You the man. What <laughs> yeah. you going to do now? I ain't marry you for this. Yeah. I had to buckle up. Yeah. But once again, I didn't get in them streets. Yeah. I got in the streets, yeah, start cutting grass, washing cars, all the little positive stuff. I ain't get in them streets, sell no dope. Yeah. Or do nobody dirty. I didn't do that. No, I stayed prayed up. Stayed prayed up to let God lead me. Let God lead me. So, man, listen. People don't understand. When that, that phrase, you got to crawl before you walk, that's real. That's real. You know, sometimes we don't understand we got to start over in life and how we going to start over. Because like I said, we worried about our bread and butter for sure. Thing. Instead of getting out here to learn, recognize, mm-hmm. and the ability that you have to get on your feet to do your own thing. Yeah. People don't understand that. Mm-hmm. You, you just, just got to work hard. You, gotta work. you know, we all want the the fame, the glory, and everything else. Of course, I I, I want to live like this, you know, but that should not determine you, of not to get up on your off your ass, and go work, and make your shit happen for yourself. You're exactly right. And, and that's just being honest, man. Serious, serious business. You know, I wash cars. I I, I shit. I cut grass. And, and guess what, Doc? I've been in my own business for seventeen years now. Guess what? I still do. I still cut grass. Yeah. I get out here and still watch cars. I'm going to tell you something about me. I get out here and screw, excuse me, Doc. I get out here and pick up a pile of shit, man. No, it's all. It's YouTube, bro. It's, it's, speak your mind, bro. I, I'm, I'm just yeah. being honest, dog. I get out here and pick up a pile of shit before I rob, steal, and kill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's for real, man. The way, if if any way possible and positive that I can make it, I'm going to get out here and do it, man. I'm going to get up out that bed every day. If God allowed me to hit this, my feet to hit that floor, now he ain't done with me. Every time me and you talk, what I say, that's it. It's another day to be lit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he, he ain't through with me yet. 
And you're the, you're the type you're you're the type of black man that I we know more of than what the damn TV be showing us, right. man. Because it's a lot of us like, no, bro. Okay, I'm depressed because I lost my job. I was depressed when, uh, when I got fired. I've been fired a couple of times. Now this last, like, I'm just like you. The TV station, I ain't gonna name them. Yeah. I decided to leave them on my own, but I've been fired from TV stations before it. Yeah, yeah. And my my kids will tell you, man, for like a year, I was like stuck up in my in my room. It was dark. Yeah, yeah. I was depressed, but it's yeah. like, shit, them kids like. I love you, Daddy. They ain't saying them, but you like, I gotta feed you. Yeah, I gotta feed you. Yeah. I gotta take him. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So we gotta dig dig up out of that. So now, when did you make the decision to open East Memphis Pizza and Subs, man? Man. Home of the loaded baked potato. Yes, right? sir. 37, 36 South Midnight. Home now. of the loaded baked potato. Yeah, y'all know what it is. Yeah. The home of the overstuffed baked potato. Over, yeah, overstuffed baked yeah. potato. My bad. Go ahead. Man, I started, I lost my job at Cracker Barrel 2004. September, yeah, September 2004. I opened up my own business October 2005. So a whole year. The restaurant that I, I, I purchased from somebody, you know, he didn't want it and everything else, man. I went home, I talked to my wife. She told me, you know, go for it. If that's what you want to do, we're going to sit down with it. We're going to see can we make it work. I know me. Mm-hmm. If I put my name on something, it's over with. That's my name. So after that, man, I went to this guy, asked him, did you want to sell a sell a business? He told me, yeah, man, I want to sell it. But go home and make sure that you, you know, you good, you know, all this old kind of stuff. Doc, I took my 401k, man, October 2005. I opened up them doors. For the first, some people say three years, for the first seven years. I didn't make fifty dollars a day. That's what people need to hear. I mean, continue on, bro. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. For the first seven years, because my name wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. They ain't know nothing about me. People wasn't supporting me. They know me, but I wasn't famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't one of them highlight dudes. Yeah. I wasn't one of them street dudes. I ain't flashy. Mm-hmm. So now, did anybody support me? I mean, I'm making fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a day. Guess what I did? Went home and put that in the shoebox. Yeah. Still paid the little bills. I did enough just to get. I'm, I'm not, not going to do no welfare. I'm not going to do no drugs. Go cut grass, $23. Put that in the box. I'm going to say that. It's going to add up. Dime, niggas, and pennies. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Cans. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Scrap. I'm going to say that. $56 for the first seven years until I got a phone call. Say, man, somebody want to come by your spot. And Thelma from Good Times. Thelma guy? Cheat. Hey, I hope my wife had no, My wife can't watch it. <laughs> Cash, remind me, don't tell my wife when this can't come out. Thelma came? Thelma came, man. Thelma okay. from Good Times. Okay. Thelma from Good Times. They called me, and I'm closed on Sundays. They said, Thelma want to come by your spot. My mama called me. I said, Mama, go and take over there. I'm out. Doc, at the time, I'm, I'm outside. I'm, I'm outside of Memorial Hooping. Yeah. Go on, take it out there. My mom, I'm at the basketball court. She, go on, take it in there, feed her, whatever you're going to do. I ain't coming up in there. Mm-hmm. Call me back again. She done made it. You going to come in here and see her? She want to meet you. I said, cool. I told all the fellas on the basketball court, man, listen. I got them up there, man. I'm finna go. Man, them ain't at your restaurant. I mean, Thelma for good times is at my <laughs> restaurant right now. Without Keith, goddamn. Keith without one Keith. with Without yes. Keith. Or eBay, nigga. Oh, 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 oh eBay. Yeah, motherfucker. 
or eBay. <laughs> yeah, man. So I went on up there, met her, man. When I opened up that door, man, this woman gave me a hug so tight, doc. I ain't gonna tell you about this story. She gave me a hug so tight, doc. I was been here, man. You know, can you marry me? <laughs> don't don't yeah. tell don't tell your wife when this episode either. <laughs> don't tell your wife when this episode happened either. But yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, man, Thelma, man, Thelma, she gave me a a real word. She 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 put something at me, that man that stuck with me. She said, just believe in me. Mm-hmm. She said, I've been been through that. She said, I've been in the business all my life. Don't nobody give me recognition. Don't nobody support me. I just been on. People see me as from good times. That's Thelma. Mm-hmm. She said, but when I write a book, and she wrote a book, and she gave me her book. Yeah. Don't nobody support her. Don't nobody come out and do all this other kind of stuff. She just gave me a, a lesson, and she just sat down and gave me some knowledge. Man, when I listened to that knowledge, man, I just took that, embraced it, man. I haven't looked back. You know, AK, you said something, man, that I, I be talking to Cassius about. He owns ISF Productions, and... Even me, man. Like, people, they don't understand, bro. I mean, cats know you. But a lot of times, cats don't want to be, they don't want you to be successful, man. Ooh, I tell sad. people, man, as hard as I was working at TV stations, it's a lot of stories I could have got. Man, them Grizzlies and them dudes who call it call themselves my partners and whatever, they weren't, they weren't giving me the scoop. They was giving it to the white guy, though. Yes, they sir. give it to the white boy. Yes, sir. They ain't giving it to me. They ain't going to, because you ain't flashy, dog. You know what I'm saying? You humble. Yeah, it's like, so we ain't cool then, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And they humble. don't understand that a lot of times people, like we post something, man, they be like, okay, but if you if come to support, oh, hell no, nah, we ain't going to do that. Listen, man. It's tough, isn't it, bro? Tough ain't even a word. It's a shame. It'd it, it be hard just to, it's not to shame. curse a motherfucker out yeah, every yes, time sir. you say, man, yes, get sir. your fake ass out of my face. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm going to tell you this here, doc. That's what I had to learn, man. If you ain't rocking with me, the hell with you. Yeah. Seriously, I love you. And I do anything for you. Yeah. But if you ain't rocking with me or rocking for my family, I had to push on. Yeah. So that's the reason why I can say, man, I'm being successful in my business because, like you say, I can meet a stranger. I can call Doc. Whatever I need, Doc, you ain't never told me no. No, Doc, and vice versa. You ain't never told me no. AK, what we need to do? AK, such, such, such. AK, such, such, such. You offended me, though. You like Doc? Can I be on the show? Come on, Doc. You offending me, Doc? You think you gotta ask <laughs> but that question? But you know question? I had to get that in, Doc. You know you gonna have to ask that question. But go ahead, AK. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. You know I had to get yeah. that in, Doc. You my boy. Yeah. But no, nah, man, you ain't never told me, man. But like I like I'm saying to you, man. A lot of people preach and talk about us as blacks, mm-hmm. what we should be doing. But do we really do this shit mm-hmm. for real? For yeah. real? Yeah. I know everybody named Mammy Memphis. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Doc. I know a lot of people. Yeah. From Willie to P. Yeah. To whoever. Yeah. I know a lot of big wigs now. Yeah. Even yeah. drug dealers. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I'd have been through there. That's why I said, man, I'm all over Memphis. But how many people that really pull on them doors or without calling me for a discount or anything else? If everybody that I knew, Doc, came in there and just bought a $2 ass lemonade. $2 lemonade now. Come on, man. Yeah, you good. Yeah. I'd be probably have 19 East Memphis Peace and Subs mm-hmm. up. But that's what we don't understand. Yeah. But see, when they see like a Nelly or or Master P and all this whole kind of stuff, Rick Ross or whoever, then we want to go here and support that. I'm not knocking it. Yeah, I feel you. I'm yeah. not knocking that at yeah, all. To, to each his own. But Rick Ross, if you follow him, that's what he preach about all day, every day. Mm-hmm. How you going to grind to help somebody else? You know, a lot of people be hating on Jay-Z. But Jay-Z helped a lot of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, man. No, nah, doc. If 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 we really buckle down in this world to help each other and help support each other, and we make the world. Oh, then you got dang right we make the world. We, we the reason why this joint moving. We, we make the world. Yeah. We create all kind of shit. Invent all kind of shit. All kind of shit. Everything. Yeah. Which that's what I'm saying, doc. They don't yeah. know. They don't do the homework. Mm-hmm. But we if we get on IG, just like this crate challenge shit. Yeah, don't please. Man. Come on, man. Fuck. No, come on, man. No, you're right. Fuck is you doing? That's what I want to say. Get your ass off them. Where the fuck you getting them crates from? See, from the schools, nigga. We, you can't even get your the milk. You can't. Come on, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Come on, yeah. Doc. We what focus you? on the wrong. A lot of us focus on the wrong thing. We do, bro. Yeah. We do. And I'm like I said, man, I'm not knocking nobody because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there like that. I'm knocking them crate challenge, motherfuckers. Though, get your ass up off them crates, oh, man. man. The time we doing challenges like that, why we not going to do your homework, read? Support and get better in life. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody want to stand together all their life. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. You get tired of looking at the rats, rats and roaches in your house yeah. now. You, you get should. tired of all that. Yeah. You should. If you get the name of them motherfuckers, then you, you <laughs> get to see generations of them. Like, oh, that's God damn. You been there, <laughs> the rat? This the grass grandchild? Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. You get tired. Yeah. So, man, just got to learn that, man. We as blacks, we got a long ways to go. Like I said, I'm not knocking. Nothing that we do in life. Mm-hmm. I, I promise you I'm not. Because I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm I'm about to be 50, but I still consider myself, I ain't got too far ahead, nobody. Yeah. I'm still the same way, dog. I put my pants on like you do, man. Mm-hmm. I shit like you do. I mm-hmm. eat like you do. I ain't no better than nobody in this world. Yeah. Nobody. But I'm going to get out and I'm going to do something positive. I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to make sure the next man, is if, if my family's straight, Shit, Doc, if you caught me, make sure you straight. Yeah. I mean, that, that's how you are, man. That's how we're supposed to be with each other. And I, I tell you, know, I love my people above everybody else. It is what it is. You know, you get mad at me. I love us. I don't like all of us now, hey. but I love us. Yeah. I might have to fight your ass, yeah. but I still love you. But yeah. I want to ask you, though, AK, because cause people need to know, starting your business, man, I mean, you said it. I'm, I'm glad you said what you said. For three years, you ain't make no more than $50 or $60 a day. Right. How did you continue on? Because a lot of people just quit. That just give up, man. How did you say, like, oh, no, I ain't going to stop. I'm going to keep going because this eventually is going to pay off for me. But it, I know it, it takes a lot. Yeah, faith. you be like, man, I want to close the doors on this no, money. No, man, it's, faith, yeah. man, faith, faith. If I'm going to go work for somebody else and I'm going to get in my all, I'm going to clock in and I'm going to work a nine to five, eight hours a day, why well, can't get in there and, and, and do what I need to do and let my mouthpiece, which is my mouth, do my work? Why well, can't do that? I'm, I'm going to get on there and help broadcast and make sure somebody else's stuff is good in order for me to get a paycheck. So why not go do it? Believe in myself. Faith, man, faith. Even right to this day, Doc, and it, you might think I'm lying to you. I never took out a loan. No, I believe you, bro. I am. No. The PP shit? Yeah. Never. Oh, no, I'm glad you stay away from that because they just waiting to lock my own up on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I never. Keep my credit and my name straight at all times. Faith, man, faith. I get up out that bed and go to work. I'm going to look. I'm going to uh, see what everybody else got going on. Of course. I'm going to look at it. That's going to motivate me. Motivation is going to keep me to going, to grinding, and everything else. And a lot of people don't even know this. Doc, I done told you out there, but I got a real secret for my family. I'm doing this for my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a real secret. How many kids you got? I got two. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want them to know. Yeah, yeah I got two kids, boy and a girl. Yeah. But I got a real secret for my family. 
for my mom, my wife, which are 30 years, my two kids, son in college, my daughter, she married, two grandkids. Man, I got a real secret for my family within the next two months. And I guarantee you, doc, you're going to be the man that I call to come sit down and do all my work for. I appreciate it, man. I know it's it's not Victor's secret either. It's his secret. <laughs> yes. AK's secret. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah man. and now here you are, man. I mean, I know you, and I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'll be glad when you reveal it, man, because I know it's going to be, you know, it's extremely successful. And, of course, I wish you all the best. East Memphis Peace and Subs, man. Anything else you want to add for the people, man? Because I, I appreciate you for being so open and can't because people need to hear these backstories because they see us successful yeah. and you don't understand what we're still dealing with yeah. and what we didn't have to deal with because it's black people, man. Trust me, what this camera right here, Cash. All of us deal with the same shit. I don't care what level you think you on. We all got to deal with racism. Yep. We already always got to deal with bullshit. Yep. We always got to deal with other people, other br- black people that hate us. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We yep. all have the same struggles, man, but we're all family at the end of the day because we all live in a similar goddamn experience yep. and existence. That's all we're supposed to uplift each other. But anyway, bro, anything else you want to add, man? Doc, a lot of people don't know, Doc. In, in, in Memphis, we all know each other. Mm-hmm. You may be some kin to each other. Yeah. We don't even know that because yeah. we don't do our homework. Yeah. Only thing I'm going to tell you this right here, man, serious. this is my motto. Help somebody before you help yourself. But don't be no damn fool. Yeah, yeah. But do God's work, mm-hmm. and you'll see your blessing coming out more and more and more every day. God didn't teach us to be selfish. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be selfish. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to help each other out. Yeah. In, in any kind of way, you know, and I know some people don't want to be helped and all this. That's a different ball, yeah. ball game. But you know right from wrong. You put your left shoe on, you put your right shoe on. Man, help each other out. Help each other out, man. Like I said, me being in East Memphis Peace and Stuff, 17 years, leaving the place after getting almost a sexual harassment charge, saying this and that, that motivated me, that kicked me in my ass. Yeah. That kicked me in my ass to wake up. And I'm still trying to wake up from this dream that I, that I got going on. But like I said, man, people don't, know, people don't know. People don't know my story, and I tell anybody, my story, it wasn't easy. It's not, it's not easy. My journey has not been easy. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I, I wasn't born with this and that. I was born with... I ain't a single mom, raising the kids, working three, four jobs, pinto, man. But she made sure we, we we ate good, you know. Uncles positive, aunties positive, brothers and sisters positive, man. Family oriented what kept us. So, I wanted to put that and change my generation of a black man. Let's break that curse. Yeah. Let's break that curse and say, listen. We got to start doing things a different way. We got to start doing things a different way, man. Listen, black men, we going to have to stop playing with these kids so much. We got to start going back to the old days of teaching them, getting in their ass, pull these pants up, man, go out and get you a job. Man, respect that woman. Everything, man. We, we don't do that. Shit, I know I do, and yeah. I know you do. I, don't pl- I, I, do. I tell them in a minute. We right. scatter the kids. Don't be scattered because a lot of them want that, bro. Hey, they want some guidance and some direction and some tough love, and I, I give it to their ass, man. Hey, I put on, I put it on my door. Man, if you sagging, you can come in that motherfucker and spend a million dollars. I don't want to dime from you. 
A lot of people got mad at me, dog. Yeah. No, bro. A lot of black people got mad at me, it's man. Presentation, man. Yeah, I got you. A lot of people got mad. Man, get your money first. No. Get my money first. What am I teaching though? Mm-hmm. My mom still still sitting right here. My daughter, my grandkids, they still sitting right here. So I supposed to accept it just by going to get a couple of dollars? Yeah. Huh? No, sir. How you doing? I'm gonna approach you right. And pull them up. Yeah. If you can't pull them up, I'ma salute you. I appreciate you. Yeah. They bless. Yeah. We ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that, man. So, man, like I said, Doc, a lot of people don't know my journey, man. A lot of people don't know my stories, and I'm glad you allowed me to come here and tell tell part of my story because it's been a long journey for me trying to keep this business through pandemic, through employees, through everything, man. Keep this business to float like I'm flowing, man. Seriously, I mean, I'm even having Problems with my, my goddamn landlord right now, yeah. trying to evict me. Yeah. And I've been there 17 years yeah. over something. But can't let the devil win, man. No, bro. Can't let him win. I'm bust him in his face. Like you, man, you, you pull out the burning back on that. Uh, you can't, can't let, let him win. win. Can't uh, let him win, yeah, man. I got, can't he ain't going to win, win, bro. No, sir. Because you got favor, man. I got favor, man. But I'm telling you, Doc, man, I done had a struggle, man. Making no money. And I ain't saying I'm making money right now, but I'm living good. I'm living okay. But I still get up and get it. Get off, get off my ass. I don't sit back. I don't sit back to say I'm this and that. I get up off my ass, go to work every day, even on Sundays when people say, "Man, what you doing?" Man, I'm praying and I'm, I'm and I'm working. I'm trying to see what God got scheduled for me. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing, man. So yeah, man, I got a, I got a long fight to go, man, and I done fought a good fight. Uh, Doc, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I just got a, a lot of stuff this. It's been on the table, man. I'm glad you allowed me to come in here and just share a lot of stuff with a lot of people, man. Oh, of course. It's all love, brother. And tell us what tell the people once again, man, where they can find East Memphis Pizza and Subs and where they can find you, man, and how they get there, man. Where you're on social media, your address, and all that, bro. Man, I'm located at East Memphis Pizza and Subs, 3736 South Mendenhall, home of the overstuffed baked potato, right across from Winchester Bowling Alley. Man, I'ma stay in the hood, cause the hood need me and I need the hood. Yo. I'm not going nowhere. But, man, y'all can reach me at 901-794-9600. Man, if I got it, you got it. Like I always tell people, I love to see you with it. So get your ass in there and eat. <laughs> and, and that overstuffed potato, that motherfucker like a little baby. You walk over that motherfucker. Yes, sir. Potatoes and shit and cheese everywhere. Yes, that bit like a little newborn baby. Anyway, AK, Aaron Kearney. Yes, sir. The owner of East Memphis Pizza and Subs, my brother, man. I appreciate great conversation, man, brother. I appreciate you, man. Always that, doctor. For real. Number love, brother. That's going to do it for another episode of the Doc Holiday Show, where we love to uplift black men. Black woman, black teen, black child, black royalty. Until next week, I ain't going to tap the microphone this time, Cash. You're going to fade to black some kind of motherfucking way, man. <laughs> Until next week, I appreciate y'all. What you cooking, man?